Phase four, the conflict. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions, as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast, designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership, as well as create a more loving, healthy, and strong connection. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about... The conflict. So this is what is seen as phase four, Mm -hmm. what we're calling phase four of the seven phases of a blended family. This is not that fun, this stage. (laughs) No, I don't think think conflict is ever really fun, is it? No, but it kind of has to happen. It's like Mm. the relationship one, you kind of have to have it because there's growth or negotiation in that and change. And there needs to be discussions and change. And when we discussed in a previous podcast about this whole business model, which they looked at businesses and how they grew, and they said that these are all the things that businesses need. They need to form, then they need to storm. And Mm. this is the storming part of that before we can move on to the next stages of creating norms and then performing better together. Moving from that. Yeah, nice. Moving from that. So storming. So tell us about the storming. What do you think that means? It's pretty much in the word, isn't it? It's like a a big storm. storm. It's like a big storm. And I think we went through this phase. I, I do remember this phase. Yeah. It felt like a lot of sitting down. Lots of discussions. Lots of disc- oh, family meetings. God, they love those, don't they? That was actually <laughs> quite painful. We have less of them now, which I'm yeah. glad to say. A lot of the conflict is to do with everyone just getting used to everyone else, isn't it? Mm. And that sort of group norms, that family norms, this is the way we do things. And I think we were really conscious of if one person would come to you with this issue, we would go, maybe we need to talk to the other person who you're having an issue with about it. So Mm. maybe we need to sit down all together if you're feeling like that Mm. and air your differences. Because conflict is inevitable. It's inevitable in relationships. It's inevitable in work. It's inevitable in a family in general. Mm. But with a blended family, there's a whole lot more new stuff that comes up with that. And two of our kids, the oldest two, avoid conflict like no one's business. Oh, yeah. They do not want conflict. They do not want to lecture. They do not want to deal with it. And that can make it really hard because there's a lot of avoidance. There is a lot of avoidance. So we really try and make them air their differences and talk about it. And this can look like a setback at this stage. I think a lot of people might go, oh, no, I thought we were past this. (laughs) I thought we were fixed. (laughs) So it can feel like a bit of a setback. Yeah. Trying to use conflict in a good way to come out with a better outcome Yeah, and negotiation and all those things. So Yeah, so the conflict that can come up is things like respect, which is a huge one. If there's problems in the relationship, respect between the the parent and the child, so the step-parent with the biological child and vice versa, Mm. or with the child towards a parent and there's a you know you're not my parent you can't tell me what to do that sort of attitude and there's an increase in this conflict at this point because they feel more comfortable with that new person yeah they can actually air those differences yeah they're more confident they're feeling more comfortable because they've been together a bit longer yeah so now they're like okay this is how i feel and you can't (laughs) tell me what to do because you're not my parent (laughs) you're not my parent (laughs) 
And that's an interesting thing because one thing we talked about in another podcast was the fact that you've got to connect with your stepchild mm. rather than correct your stepchild. Mm. And it's so important. Yeah. And when there's correction and there's disciplining of the other children, that inevitably there's going to be some sort of conflict in there when you're trying to discipline someone else's children. Yes, they're now your children, but until you've moved to the point where you are one family, you're no longer this blended family, you've actually become the family, I think you're not able to really discipline. You have to actually communicate with the partner and the other parent and say, hey, we need to work on this or this is going on, what can we do about it? That works well. Talking to the other parent and saying, hey, you need to get your child to sort it out because they're being a pain in the ass and I'm sick of it. Oh, it's My child it. wouldn't do that. My child is perfect. Your child's horrible. Yeah, that always works really well. <laughs> you might think that. That might go through your head. Yeah. Obviously, can't say it. I don't know how strongly I can emphasize that I feel it's not the step-parent's job to discipline because it never will work well. I think they can really nicely redirect, Hmm. but it's ultimately the blood parent to discipline the child. It is your job as a step-parent to be a really good example, role model, and a friend. And if you can achieve that, I think you're doing really well. Have a really good connection. Which will go a long way to- Makes your job easier anyway. Why do you want to discipline the other person's kids? Like, you've got two others. Don't take on more than you need to. But it'd be hard. <laughs> like if you step into a family and you might be a blended family that don't have like a child together, one person comes in and they don't have any children. Mm. but they're just dealing with the other children and they've got to go, okay, this isn't actually how I think it should work. But they still have to build connection, but you've got to somehow deal with it within yourself. What's going on there with the behavior of the children? Mm. Because I know that if the boy's ever disrespectful towards you Mm. and they don't really do it, it's a little niggling and stuff like that. But when they do it inside me, I go, I'm like, oh my goodness, aren't you? This thing happens to me and Mm. I've got to be able to go, not my issue. Mm. This is not my problem. All I've got to do is support you. Not my dog, don't walk it. <laughs> not my dog, don't walk it. <laughs> Step away and breathe. Yeah, there's a lot of breathing. Step away I and breathe. I would say that is a real good parent move and I wish I could do that more. Oh, me too. Is just when I get to the point where I'm like, right, this is actually just doing my head in to just take a deep breath, mm. turn around, walk away. Yeah. So you should do that, <laughs> says the man who can't do that. <laughs> This is I do, I do do it way sometimes. easier said than done. Oh, yeah. Though. I feel like... I like feel for like the I, most part, we try really hard. But yeah. obviously, this isn't an easy thing to do. This no. is by no means an easy task to take on. No, but you've decided to blend two families. You've fallen in love with yeah. someone. So now it's the hard work, isn't it? Yeah. And like I said, there is reward in this. In oh, the there's end. so much reward. And I've if got, you really love each other, you'll do now. anything. Yeah, 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 that's it. And I've got two daughters. And that's awesome. Exactly, yeah. And they do treat me like I'm their mum. They really do, which is really nice, Mm. which is beautiful. So there is a lot to be said. (laughs) This is incredibly hard. Yeah. Frustrating, annoying sometimes, and you're exhausted. There is a lot of reward in it. But this stage, this phase four, is actually about going, can we actually make this work? This is when you get that feeling. Going through the dream, this will be wonderful, and the reality of, oh, this is a lot harder than we thought. The tension, oh dear, all these things are coming up now. And now it's this sort of step into conflict where it's like, oh, I don't even know if this is actually going to ever work. Why are we even trying? <laughs> Shall we just cut our losses and 
and break up or live separately or never have to put the children in the same space ever again. <laughs> like never, not even the same car. <laughs> Let's keep everyone separated. You might think that. I never thought that. <laughs> I was just about to say, this is sounding like you felt this feeling before. Speaking from great passion. It, sounds, it, it just sounds too, it too specific, doesn't it? Does. it? <laughs> if you can get through this next bit, which is about that storming, if you can weather the storm together, really you've got to work on each other's relationship. You've got to be strong with your partner to manage all of that. Yes, 100%. Because this is really testing on mm. your relationship. I reckon this is where things break. The statistics aren't great for blended families mm. in the sense that, yes, 50% of marriages tend to break up. Mm. 70% of blended families do. Wow, that's that's huge. Because that, it's a second marriage or the third marriage. And kids add that complication and stress, which it really does. Like yeah. that would be the only thing that we really puts pressure on our relationship, isn't mm. it? Might be the only thing we really argue about mm. or disagree on. Yeah. I mean, I think we should just let them all go now. You're like, give them my 50 bucks each. Send them on their way. Send Why didn't them on you their suggest way? this there you go. idea before? Have some cash and leave. And it's time for you to grow up. You should have suggested <laughs> this earlier. I would have been in. <laughs> I it think, was real? I thought you wanted to keep them all close, like Mother Hen. <laughs> buck, 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 buck. Come it's here, been real? Ch- I think it's time you left. <laughs> you know, children in other countries are working by now. <laughs> some are even married off by now. It might deal with some of that self-entitlement, which is, seems to come up as teenagers. It makes our lives even harder. It's so true. And they look at us just like, we're not doing that. Can't make me. Oh, I can make you. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me. In this stage, it is about taking a breath, really having some good discussions with your partner about what's coming up for everyone. Because the conflict that's happening in the family will also be impacting you. Mm. And you need to be able to work through it and realize it's not a zero-sum game. It's not a win-lose situation. You both have to win for the family to win. There's lots of negotiating. Mm. And that's what we're going to talk about next in phase five. The negotiation. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.